live life? Or does life live you? Come join us as we rebel against life's expectations. And instead, live the thriving life we are made for. Come grow, prosper, and multiply with us in all areas of life. As we learn to thrive in who we are, what we do, and who we do it with. I'm Matt. I am Lindsay. And And we we are Thriving Ones. Hello, and welcome to Coil Coaching, our podcast, Thriving One. We're so glad to be with you guys today, and today we've got a great topic for you. Mm-hmm. It's belonging. Yes. Before we jump into that, though, we want to hear what's what's coming up, what's going on, babe? Well, first and foremost, um, Coil Coaching Women. <clears throat> It's been growing, and I love all the engagements and the happenings um, within the group. Um, we will have, so we've been meeting online so far since March. Yeah. And so I've always had a heart to do some in-person gatherings. So we will have our first one here in Redding, California. So exciting. So any surrounding areas, you know, I've already had people say that they're from Sacramento, San Francisco, and Oregon, they're wanting to come. Yes. So I'm so excited. So if you're driving distance, um, it's going to be on July 8th. From 6 to 8 p.m. and uh, more information will be given out um, yeah. in a, in a few a few days. And um, <clears throat> uh, we will also still have our online gathering this month in uh, in July, which will be in the July 22nd. And so more information will go out then as well. So good. so um, so yeah. So we've grown to to uh, to having 285 women representing 30 nations. Yes. Wow. Hungry women. It's it's so incredible. <laughs> um, yeah, so we just had our also our online business fairs and that's that went great. So if you want to join us, you know, you can check out coilcoaching.com slash women yes. or go find us on Facebook. It's a Facebook group and you can just type in coil coaching women and join in there. Yeah, it's so exciting. Mm-hmm. So excited for you ladies. Yes. Go women. So powerful. Amen. Yeah, and uh, we're also getting ready for launching our uh, programs. Uh, so we have two major programs. One is a personal development program um, wow. called Kingdomized One. Yes. Uh, and there we also have a coaching and consulting, life consulting uh, pr- uh, programs that we run. So we train mm-hmm. people to be coaches and or life consultants. Yes. Uh, what's life consultant? It's more on the co- uh, the counseling side. Yes. So that, that spectrum is more mm-hmm. of like, uh, you know, helping people in the area of transformation and life mm-hmm. change on a yes. different level. So um, yeah, so super it's excited exciting. about that. Um, we'll, it'll be, it should be up uh, now or, or it'll be in the next week mm-hmm. on our website, the details mm-hmm. for that, but it's launching in September. So that's exciting. Yes. Yeah. Lots happening. Yeah. So yeah. Ah. So let's so let's uh, jump into our okay. topic. Well, let's dive in right now to the topic of belonging. Yes. This has been something that's on my heart, you know, and one of the reasons obviously why um I started and launched Coil Coaching Women. Yeah. Um, you know, so in a way like this conversation, you know, I'm hoping um to be able to um share both mm-hmm. of us share mm-hmm. um, the importance of belonging and what belonging is and how do you experience it. So 
So yeah, so I want we want you guys to join in on the conversation, you know, so we're going to have an open conversation. And we're hoping that you would also join in. Yeah. So belonging is identified as a basic human need. So as human beings, you know, we are happier and healthier when we feel when we feel belong. Yeah. Um, Because when that belonging lacks, it affects our self-concept mm-hmm. and our ability to experience fulfillment. Yeah. So people experience belonging anywhere from friends, families, mm-hmm. clubs. At least when I was young, you know, we called them clubs, <laughs> like clubs as in like girl club, boy club, whatever club and neighborhoods, you know, your neighbors, yes, faith communities, churches, interest groups, schools, and so many more places. So we're hoping that this open conversation would invite you to explore where and how you feel a sense of belonging and what kind of impact that has. Yeah. So the first question that we want to discuss is how do you find, how do you define belonging and how do you experience it? Mm. So I'll start. Yeah. So um, belongingness is the human emotional need to be accepted, an accepted member of a group. Yeah. Whether it is family, friends, coworkers, um, a religion or something else, some people tend to have an inherent des- desire to belong yeah. and be an important part of something greater than, them, than themselves. Yeah. 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 So good. What do you want to add? Do you want to add something? Yeah. Yeah. That's such a great definition. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it goes back to what you said earlier um, when you started off that it's a basic need. Yes. And I think a lot of times I've gone through life experiencing life as it's happening with the limited information that I know. Mm -hmm. And when we look at life and and the basics of it, it's so key one, depending on your personality, but also in general that we all have this innate need Mm -hmm. to um, experience connection. Yes. And I I believe that's why God created us. One Mm -hmm. of the core reasons why God created us. So, we yes. see it all throughout um, history in the positive mm-hmm. and the negative that people long to belong. And we yeah. have it from the extremes on the negative aspect of gangs and what happens in that <laughs> yeah. to the religious spaces. Yeah. Um, and like what you mentioned to all forms of clubs, I was always right. a part of something growing up. Right. I mean, yes, we all me are <laughs> like, if it's, it's a school. So I think that, you know, personal health is mm-hmm. it's so key to grow in understanding what you need as an individual and what community you're looking right, for. Right, yeah. right. Because, you know, um, it's an emo- a human emotional need. Mm. You know, it's basically like, it's a part of actually soul care as well as mm-hmm. if, if I may add that, you know, oh, definitely. Um, like there's the emotional need to be accepted. Yes. And so the key word there also is accepted. You mm-hmm. know, acceptance goes, it's pretty simple to say, but it goes deep. Yeah. Because acceptance meaning like, being accepted for who you are right. without having to adjust so much of who you are in order to become a part of a group yeah. belong yeah. in a group. Yeah. I think what you just mentioned is one of the key elements of love. Mm-hmm. Um, acceptance is one of the key element experiences of yeah. love. And when Christ mm-hmm. gave us the great commandment to love God and love right. others as you love yourself, um, yeah. like that covers all laws that were put out in uh, through scripture. Um, but in general, I mean, we see it in the Christian realm and the non non Christian yeah. realm that the reality is, is people are looking for compassion. They're looking for mm-hmm. connection. 
They're looking for exactly. acceptance. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's so key. And, and what's damaging is being in an environment, be it your family environment, be it a social environment, right. be a work environment where right. there is not that sense of acceptance. Mm-hmm. If you're causing that effect or right. if you're staying in a place that's right. not helpful. I know I've transitioned through different areas over my mm-hmm. life where I've recognized, well, th- this, this, air, this environment isn't helpful for my personal um awareness and growth in the truth yeah. that I am loved. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's amazing, babe. Mm. Yeah. So it's a key is emotional need and acceptance. Yeah. And it encompasses the love and compassion. Mm. Those are really great keys. So key. Yeah. So the next question is why is belonging so important? Mm. Right. That's, that's a, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, um, a sense of belonging is crucial to our life satisfaction or fulfillment i would say Mm. happiness within our mental and physical health and even the longevity it gives us a sense of purpose and meaning okay Mm -hmm. these two words are okay added on into this like i didn't even i didn't recognize that that the sense of purpose and meaning can also be added into belonging right because like what you said earlier about the gangs and all that stuff they always have yes they always have those purpose, you know, to talk about purpose and meaning, you know, because research has shown that loss of belonging has been associated with stress, right. illness, and decreased well-being and even depression. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Because it's again, it goes back to that basic need. If that need yeah. isn't being met, then there's this breakdown that happens within us psychologically, um, motivationally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I know in when I've been, I've always been a part of some kind of group. We've always been part of some yeah. kind of larger group, normally a non-nominate or a, a nonprofit and right. or a religious environment. And there's something powerful behind mm-hmm. people coming together around a cause yeah. and going after it together and supporting one another. Right. There's so much oh, yes. life that's given yes. uh, in that space. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, a, that's one environment, like a, a sports team is another there's a common goal we're supporting one another Mm -hmm. we have our roles and we're moving something forward exactly um i think it's what's what's tricky is when we don't have a specific goal in mind Mm -hmm. so i think especially like even for us now that we've transitioned out of a religious environment and we're doing Mm -hmm. our own business like we we have camaraderie together but there is something in like multiple people Mm -hmm. i think it's kind of like the birthing of Mm -hmm. the desire and the need has created and birthed right. the the women's coil, uh, coil coaching, coaching women. women. Um, it's birthed our, our kingdomized one, yes. our coil coaching. Yes. Um, one, I see like we're fathers and mothers mm-hmm. because of our seasoned age and experience right. where we naturally create mm-hmm. community. And yeah. it all comes down to this simple thing wow. called the need for belonging and yes. connection yes to, to experience it and now at where we're at mm-hmm. to create it yeah and I think mm. you know now that you mentioned that like I think it's also key to understand that um, going back to the de- definition of belongingness is that it is a need right you know that it's not just a want you know like it's a need it's like right. breathing air right um, food um, shelter sleep um, you know and it's 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 almost like it's not as as obvious because it's not something that is tangible like eating food, drinking water, exercising and stuff, but it's almost like an because it is an emotional human need. Mm. It's almost like 
put on the, the side or back burner. And that's why people go to the extreme of saying like, I don't need anybody else. Right. You know? And so, and I think that that increases what with the, the association with the stress and the depression, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why the, the, I believe depression sets in is because like when you isolate yourself yeah. in a way, you know, because um, community is tricky, you know, belongingness and community is tricky. Yeah, it's like, yeah. uh, in a way, you know, community and belongingness can also bring pain. Right. But in a way that your healing will also come in belongingness and community. Right. So that's why it's like eating food, right? There's food that's good for you. Yeah. And there's food that when you eat, that's junk. And so it creates a problem with your physical health. Oh, for sure. And so, so yeah. So that's why like, you know, like um, this topic of belongingness is also like really important, especially when we did our women's, when we, I started the women's, the core coaching women. Mm. And right now um, we're in the middle and finishing up with our uh, a mentoring group that I'm doing in hearing the heart of God. Yeah. And it has created this sense of belongingness where mm. we're all going after something. We're all hungry for something, but we're all, you know, like different parts of our lives, different, different aspects of our lives, different ages. And, you know, we have about 30 people in that group, 32 people in eight different nations. Right. So, so yeah, so it's, it's like belongingness is also not just a common goal, but also the acceptance mm-hmm. that we play a different part. Yeah. It's like we're a body with different members. Come on. Yes. Sounds familiar. Almost <laughs> sounds biblical. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanna this other one, I wanna I wanna um, address this really quick and I want you know your input as yeah. a father, as a brother, you know, like friend um in your community age group friend group. <laughs> so um, I have been pondering over this word and it's, you know, the question is, what is the feeling of not, be- not belonging called? Mm. And um, I've come to look at it as estrangement, like estrangement, you know, is the feeling that you don't belong. Yeah. Especially when you're surrounded with other people, because this is the thing. And so like, okay, I'm, I'm a part of a community, you know, but at the same time, you feel estranged. Right. The feeling of being estranged, therefore your human emotion need, you don't belong. Mm. And even, even when you're surrounded by other people, right? you know, if you've ever been, you know, if you've ever had to sit by yourself in a school cafeteria or anywhere, mm-hmm. you know what est- estrangement feels. Right. And so I'm not saying like, because I do also love to be alone you know, like to kind of recharge. I also like to eat by myself sometimes and I have no problem with that, but that's not, that's not what I mean. Mm. What I mean is like you are in a community or you are in a structured, like, you know, family, community, friend group, and still can feel that you don't belong. Right. Do you want to, do you have any insights on that? Um, Like a feeling or. Yeah. Like what, what are those feelings mm-hmm. like? Yeah. So I think definitely it, when you talk about the emotional side of things, you feel uh, the loneliness, right. um, you're going to feel sadness. Uh, that's mm-hmm. where uh, you, you start dipping into depression when that need is not being met consistently. Right. You're not yeah. in that space. Um, I think mine leads more to, you know, what creates, what creates, um, a lack of belonging. Yeah. So I think that's yeah. maybe for another topic. Right. Or as we move on, but 
Yeah. 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 I don't have a ton to say on that specific piece, but yeah. <laughs> I was just really curious, you know, because I'm not sure, like, if it's, like, a, a male-female thing or... Mm. I feel like it's in general, yeah. you know, like, a general thing where... And, again, I'm not... And this could be also a topic of conversation that you can have, you know, with your friends yeah. and family. And, you know, and you can even give us some feedback or insight that you may have. But, you know, this is also pretty important to recognize, like, you know, that we could be a part of a community and still feel that you don't belong right and you know and how you how you address that like you know how would you address that like and all even communicate that you know without the feeling of being um judged Mm. in a way you know and so i think that this is uh, another probably bigger conversation yeah yeah i I feel it's leading into a bigger (laughs) conversation i'm like i got a lot to say about that we can go to that (laughs) on a different time or maybe you can you know have a heart-to-heart conversation with that and obviously you can contact us you know and if you have any insights and you need help and stuff like that's definitely a different side but i wanted to put that out there Mm. i said like i dangle it in front of you because we don't want to ignore it, you know, right. you, it needs to be addressed and whether it's professionally through us or with you guys, like just a conversation with your friends, like a deeper conversation. Yeah. yeah. So, so anyway, like I, you know, we talk about belonging and we talk about like, why is it important, you know, and, but how do we create a sense of belonging? Mm-hmm. Like, let's say, you know, whether you're a leader, um, a manager, a CEO or a mom, a dad, mm. um, a friend. Um, there are so many, many ways. Like you know, we're gonna address four things um, today, so that way, like you can be like, oh, okay, it's a good topic. Belonging is a good topic, but how do we put that into practice? Mm-hmm. Like, what's what are some of the practical tools that yeah. we can do? Yeah. So the first one that I love doing is checking in with people. Oh yeah. So especially, yeah, you're, you're really good at that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and for me, it's, um, I've learned that whenever God puts someone in my heart, like, even if it's not something like I didn't have a dream, I didn't, don't need to have a dream. If your name pops up in my heart or your face, you know, that's my cue. Um, I take that as a hint from God or from myself uh, to check in on them. Yeah. And sometimes it's as simple as like, oh, hey, I'm thinking about you. Um, Hope you're doing well. Um, would love to catch up or how are you doing? Yeah. So, cause people feel the greatest sense of belonging when leaders, if you're a leader, <laughs> friends, family, coworkers, and bosses check in with them, mm. whether it's personal, personally or professionally. Right. So, so good. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a very <laughs> important key. Yeah. No, I think you do it so well. And I think this goes back to some of the personality um, expressions too. Like some people have a higher mm-hmm. uh, awareness and need right. for a community connection. And some people are more like on the introvert, introvert, introvert right. spectrum right. Um, and don't do it as much. And so for, for the introvert, so I can mm-hmm. talk, I'm yeah. a bit more of an introvert. I'm yeah. an omnivert. I'm both. But, I think I am. <laughs> but you're, you're more, more you're here. better at extroverted. <laughs> Connection. connection. <laughs> I have to be very intentional and, yes. and work harder for it mm-hmm. just because it's not as, uh, I don't know. Natural. It's not as, no, I'll say not as natural because I'm really good at connecting. It's yes, just, you are very good. I, I experience the, the, the need level, like the need level mm-hmm. goes up to now. I don't need it as much, but when I do, right. I'm like, Oh, I'm at a place I recognize. Uh-huh. Oh, Hey, I need to, I need to reach out. Mm-hmm. And part of that is not just what I need, but it's also like, okay, what is this 
community yes. that I'm a part of need also yes. and reaching out in that aspect. Yes. Um, that's good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a personality awareness. Right. Sometimes I do it like in a, in a group text, you know, um, mm. but most of the time, as simple as it can be, like, even if it's just one person, um, just a really quick note, um, when the pandemic first happened, um, a lot of people felt isolated, you know, especially the ones like, there's a meme that went on, like, you know, introverted friends, check on your extroverted friends, we are not doing well. <laughs> ah, right, so real. <laughs> uh, so, so in a way, you know, sometimes like for those of you do what works for you. Yeah, like it doesn't have to be a pressure thing. It just has to be like something that you do that, especially if you get the sense of it. You mm. know? For someone who's like more in the introverted side, you don't have to talk to five people. Right. One person is enough. Like and sometimes I do that. I, yeah. just, I just text one person. And normally that's what it is. Yeah. At least from my experience as as also an introvert, mm-hmm. I I enjoy more of the one-on-one experience. Right. Um, probably more than the group setting. Right. Yeah. That's so good. Okay. So the next one, this is um, probably something that I have been practicing um, as a leader for the last, more so in the last five to 10 years, um, as I felt like I was being more aware (laughs) as a leader of what my people need. So this one is good. Give people a voice who are feeling ignored. Mm. So this takes a lot of awareness. You know, for example, if I'm leading a discussion, like especially when I'm doing a mentoring, uh, a mentoring group um, or a meeting, you know, I usually call on people who are trying to speak up, but can't get a word in mm. edgewise. Right. You know, because the people who are like, you ask a question and they jump in right away. Those are not the people I'm worried about. You know, I'm more like I look around, you know, especially in Zoom. In person, it's a lot easier to get a feel for it. But in Zoom, you know, it's a lot different. So I like to look at everybody's faces, you know, yeah. and I can always have a hint of like, okay, someone wants to say something, but they need space mm. to pause so they can get in. Yeah. So when when I sense that, you know, after the person or a few people talk, I'd be like, oh, my goodness, they're so great. So good. Thank you for the feedback, the insight, wisdom, whatever. And then I, leave, I turn to a person, I say like, wow, Matt, do you have anything? You know, and there's no pressure. Right. You know, sometimes there's no pressure, you know, and or sometimes I say, okay, like I would love to hear from anybody who has not spoken yet. Right. Those are like easy ways to do it. You know, it's probably a lot like more um, <laughs> stress, stressful if I call on a, an introvert, right? Like say right. like... <laughs> Matt, do you have something? You're like, oh. But when you sense that there's something, um, I usually try to open it up with, oh, anybody else want to say something? Especially if you haven't spoken yet. And then I always say, I'm okay with the pause. We can just have an awkward pause until somebody nice. speaks up. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's uh, important because kind of what this, this point talks about is uh, awareness. Yes. Right? Like, if we want, if I want to experience healthy community, I'm an, I'm an important contributor mm-hmm. and also a form of a leader. There hasn't, yes. it doesn't have to be a point person, but I'm also taking mm-hmm. responsibility to invite people into it instead yeah. of it 
one either being all about me or all about the most loudest person. But having self-awareness as an extrovert also Mm -hmm. of like drawing people in to that space because they bring a valuable part, but maybe they're more on the introvert spectrum or maybe Mm -hmm. they're they're having a bad day and they don't want to talk. But there's still this, there's this invitation. And I think that's what acceptance is. Acceptance is the invitation. Right. Oh, that's good. Mm. The acceptance is in the form of the invitation. Yes. I love that. And that's, that's love. Yes. Right. So we're creating a space for Mm -hmm. um, mutual love and Mm -hmm. compassion to be experienced. Exactly. That's really good, babe. Mm, I love that. And from there, you know, giving people a voice who are feeling ignored. Mm Mm-hmm. The other way that you can do it too is ask for input. Right. Like really simple. Ask for input. You know, in a team or group setting, find out what you can be doing to promote, for example, because this is our topic today, find out what you can be doing to promote belonging from others. Mm. You know, it's just really something simple. Ask for input. Just say like yeah. what we're doing. Like, well, what do you think? Asking for input can be so simple, but so powerful. Yeah. And that's, again, it's, it's uh, creating a space to invite people into. Exactly. Yeah. And that, yeah. that feels like, oh, I'm being, it's almost like a vacuum. You're creating a vacuum right. for people to come into. Right. Mm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And I think asking for input, especially if you are a leader or a manager of some sort, like it really creates value for people, yeah. you know, for your team members. That regardless of what their position is in the team, each person is a unique individual mm. and they have unique experiences and therefore they also have unique wisdom. Yeah. You know, it's almost like um, one of the things that I do or I used to do like when creating a team and it's still something I believe in yeah. is that I would, when I, whenever I would interview people, I would say, you know, I, 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 I like the me that's in you. <laughs> but what I love the most is the me that's not in you. Yeah, yeah. Because that means that when I invite a person in my team who doesn't think like me, who thinks mm-hmm. differently, who addresses things differently, just does things differently, it doesn't negate my leadership. It right. actually increases and expands my capacity yeah. to lead. That's why I love working with leadership teams. Like yeah. whenever I do leadership teams, I love I love hearing other people's perspective because I'm like, oh, I don't have to feel that I have to be the one talking or teaching. Right. You know, if I feel a grace on someone's life and I'm like, oh, they're really good at it. I have a value for it and a Mm -hmm. passion for it. If they can do a better job at it than me, like I would want to give somebody else the floor to express their mm, wisdom mm. and input and stuff. So right. it it does it creates a culture of celebration, which comes to our next one. Yeah. Celebrate unique identity. Yes. Because people feel proud to be a part of a community or workplace or work for a company that has a positive culture and a culture of celebration where they can be themselves. Yes. So yes. good. Yeah. Celebration. I think is you key. do that really well. With oh, our, uh, with our communities. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So, yeah, celebration is key uh, in our own journey for ourselves and in what we do for others and mm-hmm. with others. It like yeah. like people want to 
people want to belong to a, the space of hope. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I like that. People want to belong to a space where there's courage being mm-hmm. delivered or, or put out there or demonstrated wow. or inviting them into. Yeah. And celebration is a part of that, like yeah. seeing and it, it helps get your own the, your eyes off of yourself, mm-hmm. which is an important space right. to see those around you. When you're talking about the relational aspect mm-hmm. uh, and really uh, lift people up. Yeah, that's really good. And I think too, like even before we we land this, mm-hmm. I, I want to. I think there's a key element here that I, I feel like is we need to mention is yeah. in the process of experiencing belonging and allowing mm-hmm. that need to be met and growing in that. Yeah. Um, that we need to understand that life is seasonal. Oh, oh, yes. And yes, I, I know for yes. us, we've gone through different seasons mm-hmm. and we've had That's like important. drastic season changes where mm-hmm. we leave one environment of comfortability <laughs> and go into another oh. one. So like we left the mission field and we went to Oregon. Right. We were in Oregon for a year and a half and then we came to Redding. Redding. Uh, and then we were in Redding for a long season um, and in a part of an environment and we transitioned mm-hmm. out of that environment. And each transition, there is this uh, separation from the belonging that right. was comfortable and what you knew. Yes. And for, for a lot of you yes. that are listening, I want to encourage you, like, mm-hmm. if you're not experiencing belonging, there's probably a lot of factors that go right. into that experience. Um, I always say, like, what, is, what are the obvious things? And then what are the things that, that are needed to grow? Exactly. Yeah. And, and so mm-hmm. even age, age yes. group, like when we were both singles and, or what yeah. I call married singles without kids, um, <laughs> our friends groups, some of those friend groups were easier and more natural. Yes. Cause once you have start having kids, then your life's more about the community of who you are mm-hmm. with your kids. Not right. as much with singles. Right. It's like with like other, like I know when we transitioned out of the last environment, we were looking for people that had kids. Oh, yes. You know, yes, and yes. how we can do life together. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of our skill set, it was very natural and easy for us to mm-hmm. create and to get into those spaces. Right. But if you're like, man, I, I've been struggling for a while mm-hmm. to make connection or I'm in a space where I don't know how, um, yeah. then my encouragement to you would be to grab a hold of mm-hmm. um, I don't, force environments. Or structured. Structured environments. Like, yeah, structured environments. Yes. Because um, they start there sometimes. Right. Like, they so, start there and then they become organic. Yeah. So like with yeah. uh, the coaching doing, women. Well, coaching <laughs> women, right? So if you're a woman out there mm-hmm. and you're wanting to connect and, and develop that space, mm-hmm. then do that. Right. Um, find a space that is already have a structure to it mm-hmm. and involve yourself. Right. Right. Uh, I know in our kingdomize one program we talk about three core elements which is Mm -hmm. identity destiny so what you you do in life and then more specifically relationships Relationships, and this is a key element in our lives is so like even if you're looking Mm -hmm. for to belong um uh joining kingdomize one definitely Mm, you'll you'll experience belonging and intimacy because we go after those things Mm -hmm. but also you get trained on how to create it where you're at Exactly. And I think a lot of times people don't yes. know what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. And sometimes joining something, you do trial and error. Like, right. oh, okay. You just realize like, like the key thing that the win, it's not win or lose. It's win or learn. Right. And it's, you know, like if you think about it as win or lose, then you lose. It's like there's yeah. high stakes. Right. High but stakes. if it's win or learn, then your win, it's a win, still a win-win. Like if you 
come to an environment and mm-hmm. you're like, oh my gosh, like this is not what I was looking for. So you could say, oh, I lost on that one. Or you could say, oh, I learned something new about yeah. myself. Yeah. Or I learned something about myself. Like, these are my needs, you know? And sometimes like you, you just don't like chicken. I like chicken, you know, and right. for me, chicken is more valuable than you. And so it's just <laughs> like that, you know, and obviously not dumbing down the community aspect yeah. and the not belonging. Mm. Um, but in a way, you know, there's also a grieving process when you leave and you right. transition and you have to acknowledge that because it's a human emotional need. Yeah. You know, so when there's a grieving, you can be rest assured that after grieving and mourning, it will turn into dancing. Yeah. So when you're grieving, then that means you have hope mm. that something else will work out for you. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I think that it's, uh, you know, this it's so funny. This topic is opens up it's, <laughs> to so many other topics, but I think I'll just, I'll, I'll end okay. my portion here uh, yeah. on the fact that you're like, Matt, I, I, I'm always the one that's reaching out. Right. I'm always the oh, one that is, question. is, uh, inviting. Right. And, but nobody invites me. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I would say to that is probably in a simple way, there's two forms is in relationships that I grow in and I'm investing into, there comes a point where you have to uh, imply and mm-hmm. define this relationship. Yes. And what that means for me is yeah. I need to communicate my needs. Right. I can't assume. Right. And I think it's so easy. And I think that's why mm-hmm. we always go the easy route where we just keep giving, right. hoping to get something back. Right. Where there has to come a point in the relationship where you say like, Hey, I'd love it. If you'd reach out to me, or if you're thinking about me, would you reach out mm-hmm. to me? It would mean so right. much to me. Right. Like, so communicating your expectations mm-hmm. is a really healthy expression yes. Of, yes. of meeting your needs. Yes. And I know a lot of times people are like, oh, Matt, you know, it sounds really selfish. Mm-hmm. No, but the reality is, is that's healthy relationship. That's mm-hmm. healthy communication. Yes. Yes. Is to communicate where you're at, what you need. And I know that's something that we've grown in and oh, still yeah. growing in. Yeah. Um, in our marriage relationship mm-hmm. is if I keep assuming mm-hmm. that you should know what I'm thinking. Right. And vice versa. Right. Then um, I'm always going to be experiencing disappointment. Disappointment. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's a, it's a dance relationships, always a dance, mm-hmm. you know? And so inviting people into, um, awareness yeah. of what you need yeah. and what I would call it, call it a boundary. Um, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, uh, is, is just communicating right. your need, keeping right. out in front of you. So if we're sitting at a table right. uh, and you have all of your, the table covered in your stuff, then I don't feel numb. Right. Right. So right. I need to insert that piece of me. I need to, sh- right. I guess, call it showing. show up, show up. Yes. Show so, up. so show up and it's not, showing it's up. not mean. It's not selfish. Mm-hmm. It is p- being present. Yes. Being oh. present. Here I am. Yes. And that's really, that's really key. Um, that's one of the things. And also I will wrap up with this. <laughs> one of the things I know. One of the things I, relationships now. <laughs> one of the things that we 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 have um we've addressed in the coil coaching women in the first part, you know. Um I actually have that video up on our community just so whenever mm. somebody comes in, you know, they get to hear the heart of the community. Yes. And one of those is um your commitment, your presence. Mm. So obviously, like we have a once a month. Um, online gathering for two hours 
And so what I ask from the women is that like, hey, if you can just be, I don't need, you know, I don't need your one year commitment. I just need your two hour commitment when right. you show up. Right. You know, that's two hours once a month, you know, when you join in, because when you are present and you show up, people benefit right. from the community. So when we do breakout rooms, we're like, hey, this is your opportunity to show up. Mm-hmm. You know, meaning that, okay, there's three, if you're not comfortable talking to seven, in front of 70 to 80 people, then we break you, you know, we have some time when we break out and break out rooms where there's three or four people in there. And a yeah. lot more times people are more co- uh, confident and more courageous to yeah. speak up. And yeah. so just being, just showing up is key. Showing right. up, bringing yourself, being present is so key in the belonging process. Yes. So I'm going to end it with this quote. Oh, this has been a great conversation. Oh, we it. may do like a part two of a different angle here. <laughs> we, we always do that. We're always like, we you get into it. We're it. like, oh, we, need, we, can't, we, haven't, we haven't quite finished this yes, spot. Yes. Because there, there are some keys, key things in there that you mm, mentioned. And right. like, I think this could be a separate conversation. Yeah. So I'm going to end with this quote. Um, a person who is appreciated will always do more when more than what is expected. Yeah, it's so good. And again, the key thing here is not doing, it's the belonging, it's the being. Yes. When people are being appreciated and celebrated with their unique identity for who they are, especially when they show up with their vulnerability, yeah. they always do more than what is right. expected. So we, we're going to end here, but we want to invite you into this conversation. You know, yeah. whether you can sit, you know, you're listening and you're like, oh, I want to chime in on what Matt said. You know, comment, send us an email, go to our website, go to our Facebook, our Instagram, wherever this is posted, engage. Yeah. Maybe you can pause the video, have a conversation with somebody else. Um, We want you to get something out of it. But also we recognize that you do have something to offer too. Like you can show up. Yeah. So a couple of reflecting questions that you could ask after, you know, listening to all the questions we asked earlier is what was the most meaningful and valuable to you in this conversation? Yeah. You know, and the other one that's important is what learning or new understanding did you find in regards on the topic of belonging? Yeah. So anyway, we love you guys. We thank you for um, journeying with us on this conversation. Yeah. We will see you soon. Next time. Next time. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.